I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to Born Yesterday, a podcast experiment in which myself and Andy Barr Hello. Have been cloning ourselves. Oh, 100% we have, Alexander. We've made these little clones of ourselves and we've given them 24 hours in which to familiarise themselves with three things. The three things that these clones know about are Scarecrows. Sonic. The Hedgehog. Yep. And the Megabus. And uh, using those three things, our two fantastic comedian guests will have to explain other things to the clones. So, Andy, scarecrows are used on farms. Yep. What is your farm experience? Farm experience, pretty limited, uh, to be fair. We we um, did go to a friend's uh, house down in Sussex where there were loads of... I mean, I suppose it's kind of farm adjacent. There was a sort of stable thing going on and they had lots of hay, mm. which I assume was for... I don't know whether it had been um, sourced on the land or, or bought in in order to feed the horses. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, the bales were all stacked up. They're in that big sort of um, black uh, plastic that they're wrapped in and they're... About 20 that, of them in a row. Is that just to keep them dry? Is that what it's for? I think it's, yeah, to keep them dry, keep it all together. Yeah. Yeah. You could kind of run along them. Yes. But you shouldn't because you might fall in and then die. Yeah, there was a, there was a lot of um, uh, concern about uh, farm safety. Um, when I was uh, growing up, um, my mother uh, grew up on a farm hmm. and, um, and uh, a lot of her friends had farms when I was growing up. So I've spent a lot of time being told, "Don't run in hay because you'll yeah. you'll die in it, you'll fall in and die." Yeah, but we're both still here. Still here. Or did you not do any running along the hay? Uh, no, because I was so right, so um, so fearful of doing so. Okay, well let me tell you, I've done it. There's no thrill quite like it. <laughs> <laughs> Can see what old Terry May was on about with that wheat. Knowing knowing that yeah. at any point you could slip and fall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a real rush. 
Yeah, my mum also said um, that uh, her favourite pastime and her childhood friend's uh, favourite pastime uh, on the farm that she grew up in was uh, jumping out of a barn window. Ah. And, you know, you'd jump out and I'd say, oh, so you'd land on the hay? And she went, no, concrete. (laughs) And then uh, my mother started to have back troubles later in her life. Yeah, that'll do it. And uh, the doctor said, is there anything in your life that, you know, may have caused you back injury? (laughs) She said, well, I used to jump out of a barn on a regular basis and, you know, use my spine as a cushion. Mm. And the doctor said, it's probably something to do with that. You deserve it. Goodbye. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Live with this. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. It was a different time. Mm. Um, you had to make your own fun back then. Didn't you? you did, but um, you didn't have to lock the door. You didn't have to lock no. the door, and you made sure. <laughs> you didn't have to. You left. It was a better time. Yeah, and the bins were <laughs> they weighed a ton, and the and the bin men themselves, hulking great men, eight foot tall, real men, five Andy. foot wide, yeah, incredible wingspan on them, and they could pick up eight of those bins at a time, but they never complained about it. They never complained about no. it. None, none of this. They didn't need a trigger warning to pick up a bin. No, Andy. no, not like the bin men these days. <laughs> they, 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 I'm forever yeah. having to write on my bin. Trigger what contains yeah. contains last night's leftovers. Yeah. In case they, you know, have an episode. Mm. You could leave your door open, the bin men were real men, and you could jump out of a building onto concrete. You'd leave your door open so that the bin men could come in and get some <laughs> extra bins from inside. Because they hadn't had, had their fill of lifting bins. They'd done all the bins in the street, but they still wanted more, didn't they? And the hulking great bodies mm. come into your house, yeah. knocking over your furnishings. But yeah. you, weren't, you trusted them. You'd see the door frame had splintered slightly, and you'd know that he'd been. Yeah. And that was nice. It was nice. You mm. know, you'd go in, all of your furniture was askance. Yeah. Dog in the corner, terrified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. It was a better time. But then you'd take your hoop and the stick out to the road and mm. find some jazz mags in the <laughs> railway sidings. Much better. I once asked my mother, um, what's it like growing up on a farm? Did you? Yeah. Just once? Just the once. <laughs> it's never come up in conversation before or since. Hi, Mum. I'm only going to ask you this once. <laughs> Make sure you get all your recollections out now because there will not be another opportunity. What was it like on the farm? And she's tried to tell me more since, but I put my fingers in my ears. I will not hear it. (laughs) Shut your mouth. Um, I want no more of your agricultural (laughs) claptrap, you harridan. Just... Slowly, slowly winding up a car window. So there's a pane of glass between me and my mother as she tries to tell me more of her childhood memories. Um, Yeah, she said it's mainly killing things. Right. What were her, did she give you a sort of top five? I don't think she had a favourite thing to, <laughs> thing to well, kill. Well, either, either, either in terms of favourite or, <laughs> she, or, or she difficulty rating. She didn't come to me. I didn't say. I didn't say, mother. We have but one chance to get this right. What's it like on a farm? I'm and glad you asked. <laughs> she said. She said mainly killing things. It's brilliant. It's great. 
I loved it. My favourite thing to kill. Mm. No, it's it's just you're either killing things because they've got injured or killing things because they haven't been born right. properly or killing things because it's time to, you know. Did uh, did she have that sort of um, kind of pneumatic uh, air gun type thing that... Um, the bloke from Low Country for All Yeah, Man. did she have one of those? Well, my mother... Did you, did you ever... Find her when you you know when you about say about five years old wake up in the middle of the night and there's a figure standing over you. <laughs> it's mum deciding whether she wants to go back to her old ways. Well, my grandfather uh, hiss to- of the air gun. <laughs> my grandfather told me a story about my mother just with a lamb in her shed, and uh, she had a coin. She put it in front of the lamb and said, y- y- "You call it. You have to call it." Well, yeah, I've always thought that about your mum. She's very fair. Well, she she, she thinks that uh, the fairest thing is chance. And yes, she, and she's really developed a whole personality <laughs> and philosophy around her killing that, that 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 is based on the idea that the only thing that is fair is chance. Yeah, and um, and uh, you know, there's there's other ideas in there about um, the old west and the progression of time. Mm. And and she told me all this when when I asked her. What was it like growing up on a farm? Yeah, must have taken a while. Mm. She could also... Um, she Put a pot on, Alexander. I've got some things to get off my chest. She could drive a tractor when she was 12. Wow. Yeah. And take it apart and put it back again. That's pretty good. Yeah. These, not, yeah. these are the practical skills that you learn growing up on a farm. Mm. What uh, practical skills did you learn growing up in a house? <laughs> <laughs> Almost nothing. Mm. My house was, um, the house I did grow up in, uh, was um, uh, built on top of an old graveyard. Was it? Yeah. Uh, um, Any notable uh, occupants? Uh, Me, my sister. Of the graveyard. Oh, is that what you meant? Yeah. Brunel. Um, right. <laughs> I see. <laughs> A lot of tourists outside our house. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever find yourself... Oh, do you remember when Steve Irwin died? Yes. Yeah, he was buried under my house. <laughs> <laughs> Flew him over. Yeah. My do mom, you still use my that crawl re- space? <laughs> <laughs> We've got something that we need to... Uh, just put away for a while. My mum was delighted because, of course, she's thrilled when things are killed. Mm, yeah, loves it. Yeah, reminds Famously. me of the old days. Steve <laughs> <laughs> was buried under my house. Saddened she didn't have the opportunity to do it herself. Yeah, but an animal did it, so it still reminds mm. her of her. Yeah. Of the old days. Why are there no um, conspiracy theories around the death of Steve Irwin? Because, you know, people, famous people die. Yeah. And they go, we've never seen the footage of, of, of Steve Irwin, you know. What Would you care to speculate the truth? Uh, the Stingray was being paid by a sort of... I don't know what channel Steve Irwin's show was on in Australia, but a competing oh, they channel. They can't have that many, can they? <laughs> Three, all right. <laughs> Australia one, Australia two, Australia three. So Steve Irwin's on Australia one. Yeah, and then reruns on two. Yeah, and three are fucking living about yeah. it. 
So they go, I'll tell you what, I'll have a chat to my 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 mate Steve who who, who works with the stingrays. Right. And are they all called Steve? <laughs> Australians, yes. <laughs> when I say Steve Irwin was buried under our house, I just mean a Steve Irwin. Yeah. Um and uh yeah, it was um it was a conspiracy by um, Australian television to to have him killed. Mm. But they haven't come up with a, a new a new guy since then. That's the last one that they've had. <laughs> a new sort of dynamic Di- yeah. um, nature presenter. Yes, a sort of crop botherer. How many of those do you think one country needs? Oh, well, I don't know. If it's, maybe it's a sort of Highlander thing. And <laughs> <laughs> but, but if so, where is he? Where... Well, maybe it's the Where's Stingray, but it can't get any. Because right, he killed Steve Irwin. <laughs> so he can't get <laughs> and the channel's going, well, it would be bad taste, to be fair, to now have you yeah. <laughs> move in. And you... Steve, the Stingray, moves in with with Terry Irwin and the children <laughs> and starts presenting the show. Because <laughs> it's a Highlander situation. I would like to see it <laughs> sort of slapping around the around the zoo. <laughs> Because you know it couldn't it couldn't only do the aquatic animals. It'd yeah, have yeah, to, yeah. It'd have to muck in with the, <laughs> the stingray, the ruse, struggling and to breathe, covered in four snakes. Yeah, and it, you know I imagine that it probably pick up a bit of dust as it goes around. Yeah, so. <laughs> 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 filthy. <laughs> While sort of Aboriginal music plays. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Um, that man's death was a tragedy. <laughs> well, it well, it was a tragedy. It was. I was very. I loved Steve Irwin. Yeah, me, me too. I know that Australians are a little bit. Um, they're undecided on Steve Irwin. There's some who view him as sort of a great naturalist, but mm. um, others who are like, you know, our zoo's a good thing. Was the sort of um, was his company a good thing? I I don't know. I'd need to speak to someone who knew more about it. If you know more about it, you can get in touch with us at Born Yesterday. <laughs> at our email address yeah. that is um, in the description. We'd love to hear more about it. We'd love to, yeah, can the episode entirely and just have a, a full and frank assessment <laughs> of whether Steve Irwin and by extension zoos are good. <laughs> It'd be a weird step yeah. for us, given what the format of this podcast mm. is, to just suddenly have an episode entitled Steve Irwin's Legacy, where you and I pick through the career. And, and then the subsequent, it was weird when the Stingray was yeah. presenting his show and fucking his wife afterwards. <laughs> Does Stingrays have... Cox, Sonic the Hedgehog, Andy. Does he have a cock? It <laughs> <laughs> goes extremely fast. <laughs> any uh, any classic memories of uh, playing Sonic the Hedgehog? No, no. We were a firmly Nintendo household. Right, yeah. and he, he it's Mega Drive. Sega. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was a PlayStation. Mm. Um, person to well, that's that. Then. <laughs> I did go around Bert's house once, and he had a he had like a Saturn or something, but I can't remember whether we played Sonic or not. You got a friend called Bert. I'm sure I've mentioned Bert before. But if you haven't mentioned Bert, it's, it's, obviously he's actually called Rob. 
<laughs> but uh, at some at some point in Obviously. secondary school, we started calling him Bert, and that annoyed him. So yeah, then just uh, Bert. Bert ever since. Yeah, um, his wife doesn't like it. <laughs> she calls him Rob. I imagine his daughter calls him Rob as well. <laughs> Hello, old his daughter. <laughs> Ooh, um, Good morning, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> As your as your beloved four year old daughter yeah. walks down the stairs, yeah. But one of these days, good morning, I'll Rob. have a word in her ear. <laughs> come down and go. All right, Bert. Hello, Bert. How are you? It's me. Your flesh and blood, <laughs> Bert. As far as video game characters go, mm. a lot of them have confusing sort of backstories. Yeah. Well, I don't know if backstory is the right word, but sort of life setups. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sonics is one of the more confusing. So what? what is... Because I think uh, in my head, given that I never played a, a Sonic game, and um, mm. there's a hell of a lot of uh, fan-generated uh, content out there now, Yes, yeah. Uh, about Sonic. I don't really... If you've never Googled, listeners, Sonic fan art... Mm. I don't know if I could recommend you doing it. No. But um, there's a whole world out there. There is. Yeah. I, and I've got to say that um, Sonic and his friends appear to have some very progressive attitudes towards <laughs> sex and relationships, which uh, isn't explored in the... <laughs> in, the in the main yeah. video game series. Yeah. Um, so I think you were asking what Sonic actually is. Well, he's a hedgehog. Yeah, he's a blue hedgehog that yeah. can run really fast. Yeah. But uh, where does he live? <laughs> Just ab- about. Right. <laughs> sort of, he's a nomadic character yeah. is, is, is Sonic. I think it's, uh, uh, Sonic is one of those things, I think, where initially you design the game and it's, you know, it's a very arcadey game where you just want a cartoonish character to go through certain environments mm. and for there to be collectibles and goals in the game. And you've got this sort of unique, uh, we can go really quickly, um, uh, sort of feature of the game, which helps it sell and it's really great. As the video game industry progresses over many years, mm. you then have to go, why is he collecting the golden rings? Mm. What's the point? Surely he's got enough by now. Yeah. At what point does one? Why does a hedgehog need rings? Yeah. Why... I suppose it's it's an why exploration is it... of the nature of greed. <laughs> why is his enemy a sort of genius scientist who's either called Robotnik or Ed- Eggman, depending on the circumstances? Yes, I was about to ask about that. So that's it's the same same guy. It's the same guy. Yeah. Right. Okay. I think Robotnik is his real name, yeah. and Eggman is sort of his. A uh, chosen slur. <laughs> Maybe that's why he's constantly. They're calling him Eggman. He's like, no, please, could you have some respect? That's our word. <laughs> so, Andy. Yeah. It's the mid to late nineties, mm-hmm. and computer games featuring mascot cartoonish characters. Yeah. You Sonic the Hedgehogs. You crash bandicoots, yeah. um, you know what? A uh, Bubsy um, uh, was that the Bubble Bobble? No, fella. no, no. Um, what the fuck is Bubsy? <laughs> Bubsy's a sort of uh, long cat 
uh, who who what was, fucking knockoff games were you playing? <laughs> I've got this from my friend down the I'm, market. I'm, he says it's the it's the best thing that all the kids are playing. I'm too young. It's boggled a little <laughs> f- fucking worm. Earthworm, Earthworm Jim. <laughs> yeah, Thank you. He, go, he goes around collecting bottle caps. <laughs> That's the question I was setting you up for, Andy. Was if he's you got would... a friend that's a hat. <laughs> if you were to design one of these, um, you know, cartoon, you crash Bandicoot, you Spyro the Dragon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're being very, very uh, Sony centric here. I pl- I'd play PlayStation games yeah. always. Banjo Kazooie. Banjo Kazooie. Yeah. Mario, obviously. Mm. You know what? Um, I mean, you've already said a, a worm that collects bottle caps and has a friend that's a hat. Yeah. What's the worm's name? Boggle. Boggle the worm. That's what I called him. And what's Boggle's enemy? What's uh, the villain? Uh, big lamp. <laughs> lamp. It's a big fucking like the, lamp. <laughs> just dr- drives him out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like the... the basically, the, I've just seen a Pixar film. Yeah. Went, yeah, we'll have that. <laughs> That <laughs> uh, looks menacing enough. The, the, the enemy in the, in the game is a big lamp that dries you out. Yeah, well, so it jumps around. It well. jumps around yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. And uh, does Boggle have a love interest? Yep. Uh, she's called Clink. Clink. And Clink. What's, what's Clink? Uh, beer can. A beer can. <laughs> it's a worm that's in love with a beer can who's trying to get away from a big lamp. Yeah. What does Boggle collect in the game? Bottle caps, I've already said. Yeah. And uh, what special abilities? Because that's the other thing, of course. Sonic can run fast. Uh, uh, he can piss out both ends. <laughs> <laughs> and the pressure sort of makes him spin around yeah, like, a, yeah, like, yeah. A, yeah. like a Beyblade. Yeah, get stuff wet. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. Have you ever been on a megabus? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I have. I can't remember where where it was going because it's. I don't know. For me, megabuses and, and national expresses really blend into blend into. Water. Yeah, yeah, they do. The second you're inside the bus, yeah, you're not looking. Know, yeah, kind of. Yeah, forget about what the outside is, and it all becomes uh, an exciting little psychodrama as I. Uh, Explore the scenery around me and get to know some of the colourful characters who are riding the bus, and uh, hope, hope to God that I can wring some sort of interesting tweet thread out of it. Yeah, but um, nothing, nothing interesting ever happens. Yeah, I, I've I've taken a few. The ones that seem scary are like those, um, the sort of the the American version of the mega bus, which is those like greyhound gray, greyhound yeah. things that you know go on four day journeys. And yeah. It's, a, a real colourful bunch on mm. the old, um, on the greyhound. Did somebody lop somebody's head off on one of those? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bit of fun. Yeah. There's, there's your tweet thread. Mm. Oh, <laughs> there's a awkward. Ca- there's a character on the bus, and uh... so um, this just happened. <laughs> All right, strap in, buckle up, chuckle fucks. Because here comes a tweet thread. Here's here's why. Let, you me, sh- let me set the scene. Here's why you shouldn't do this. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I guess I'm going to have to educate y'all. 
This is a bad look, people. <laughs> <laughs> Our two fantastic guests in this episode are Ishan Akbar and Alexandra Haddo. You can find Ishan Akbar on social media at, at Ishan Akbar. Uh, Ishan is currently on tour. His tour, The Pretender, is going to most major cities in the UK. Buy tickets. He's brilliant. And on a couple of dates, I am the support act. So go and see Ishan on tour. Um, he also has a podcast with Darren Harriet called Shame is Delicious. And he will soon feature in the upcoming series of the Netflix show Sex Education. And you can find Alexandra Haddo online on Twitter at Miss A Haddo. That's H A D O W. She is a comedian and writer. She is the host of Hamlet Comedy and one fourth of Comedy WTD, uh, which stands for What's the Deal Comedy. So look up either of those two things if you fancy having a look at those. She's also, I've gone on her link tree, doing a. a incredibly large amount of things which really put um, me and Alexandra to shame. Uh, Alexandra will also be going to this year's Edinburgh Fringe so when those tickets go on sale uh, buy them and also buy tickets for my show at the Edinburgh Fringe when it goes on sale. Uh, you Please follow us on social media review and rate the show wherever you are listening and um, if you have any suggestions for subjects to throw at our guests email us and email us with anything else that you'd like to email us with please fan send art. us an email fan art yeah. of anything yeah 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 just yeah just, even some sonic like mpreg stuff or something like that <laughs> should we listen to the episode yeah <laughs> Ishan Akbar. Hello. And Alexandra Haddo. Hello. Thank you very much for agreeing to explain a few things to us today. That's okay. We're delighted. Yeah, absolute pleasure. Um, myself and Andy uh, have only been alive Hello. for a very brief period of time. Lucky yes. you. And uh, in that brief period of time, we have come to learn something of the following three things. Okay. A scarecrow. <laughs> a scarecrow. <laughs> We also are familiar with Sonic the Hedgehog. Right. <laughs> and my scarecrow, actually. Yes. <laughs> are familiar with the concept of a megabus. A megabus, fantastic. Ah, I wish I wasn't. Yeah. These, these three things we know about. Okay. May I just quickly start on behalf of Alex and I just to say congratulations to you for how much you know already. Yes. Given you've only been here for a day and how hirsute you both are. Yes. Thank you very much. Thank given you. you were born yesterday. Exactly. What does hirsute mean? Her suit. Mm. <laughs> a lot of people on the Megabus are her suit. Um, okay. I, it, uh, scarecrows are uh, quite her suit. Yeah, uh, they are. They, As is Sonic, famously. Yes, they, do, yes, they don't suit. have What do people on Megabuses have in common with scarecrows? Quite a lot, I would say. Yeah, uh, sartorially, quite similar. Yeah, so they wear... So as you are currently, you are mm. not naked... What's naked? Mm. Naked is a where there is no. If you didn't have any of these on, if you didn't have your love, any garments on, any kind of clothes, any anything, coverings, any coverings, any coverings right. of, of on so your. So you know what a scarecrow body. is. Usually, a scarecrow yes. will have some things we call clothes on them. Okay. Right. Yeah, it's not just the straw that you're you'd be familiar with, having known what a scarecrow is. Yeah. We are familiar with the straw. Yeah, yeah, the straw. So you'll be familiar with the clothes they often put on. A scarecrow. Often, what will happen is they take. But you those could clothes. remove the clothes and the 
the cool. body of straw would would remain. I mean, we really we thank you yeah. both very much for this uh, information and these explanations. Uh, we did have some ideas of things that we wanted you to explain. <laughs> yeah, sure. um, but to learn about. I just wanted to compliment you. Say nice. <laughs> well, that's uh, we we appreciate the information. Mm. That, 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 that's that that's good. Um, bearing in mind, Ishan, yes, um, that myself and Andy only really understand. Uh, what a scarecrow, Sonic the Hedgehog, and a Megabus is, yes. and we're beginning to have some understanding of the clothes that people on a Megabus and scarecrows wear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in one minute, could you please explain to us, to the both of us, a particular person, and that person is the Phantom of the Opera. Your <laughs> your minute starts now. On the Megabus, mm-hmm. often later at night, which yes. is the latest time of a day, which is not when you'll see. A scarecrow. You often see a scarecrow in the early time of day. Where does the scarecrow go? The scarecrow the scarecrow goes nowhere. Right. Much like the megabus. <laughs> right. Well, I'm going to challenge you there because the megabus actually does go quite a lot of places. Yeah. But not That's... places anyone wants to go. <laughs> okay, does the scarecrow go somewhere that people want to go? The scarecrow moves nowhere. The scarecrow stays... So in it's the, the opposite of a megabus. The opposite of a megabus. Is a scarecrow. Is a scarecrow. Okay. The exact direct opposite. Okay. And, and the Phantom of the Opera... Yes. ...is a ghost. A what's a ghost? A ghost <laughs> is a person on the megabus. Okay. Usually <laughs> a human being. Okay. People on the megabus are human beings. People on the megabuses are human beings, and those people are actually ghosts of themselves. Okay. Because they're on a megabus. What thank does, you. Okay, thank you, Ishan, for that explanation there. I thought that was very clear, actually. Um, in that a, was way harder than I thought it was going to be. In a, in a minute there, you've explained to us that the phantom of the opera uh, is someone who's on a megabus. Yeah. <laughs> yes. A ghost. A ghost. ghost. He probably has been at some point. A ghost on the megabus, yes. That's. Thank you very much for You're the information. Greatly appreciated. <laughs> You're welcome. Um... Andy, if you'd like to suggest this next one to Alex. Um, Alex, can Hello. you uh, explain to us in one minute who Tutankhamun? Your time starts now. Okay, so uh, you're aware of the Megabus, so you're aware that it's a, it's a mode of what we call transport. People, yes. are, people are on the Megabus and it's they get It's a bus moved. full of ghosts. That's yeah. correct. It's a yeah. bus full of ghosts. Yeah. And the Phantom um, of the Opera. And a ghost is a person who has now died. They are doing the opposite of what happened to you yesterday. You were born yesterday. They died. They cease to exist. Nice. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Uh, okay. Now, Tutankhamun has... is a person who used to exist Okay. and is very much in a in a permanent megabus of his own making. Um <laughs> In a so he's always stuck on a megabus. No, he's a and he's a ghost. in a in a in a confined space mm, okay. in his. Well, he was. We took him out, but that's a whole other right. thing. Uh, he's in a small underground space, like a megabus. It's very cramped. Probably smells quite funky. Why was he there? Uh, because he ceased to exist, and and when he ceased to exist, they, they uh, p- people around him, his, his people. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> like, he's like an underground scarecrow. He's an underground scarecrow. Right. Does um, he have a ghost version of himself somewhere? Possibly. Andy, would yeah. you like to sum up Alex's explanation there? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, Tutankhamun is uh, somebody who is no longer alive, but has been trapped for a very long time in a megabus. <laughs> underground. <laughs> underground. I really hope I'm getting paid for this. <laughs> we don't know what that is. <laughs> Welcome to comedy. <laughs> Thank you, Alex, for that information. Thank you.
Sorry, um, Tootin. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that information on uh, a couple of people Anytime. there. Um, we're also very keen to learn out, learn about a few places. Sure. Because we're sort of aware of this space, but we want to be more aware of other spaces. Mm. Your words, your vocabulary is very good. Yeah, picking it up. We have full use of the English language, but not necessarily an understanding of it. In two minutes, Ishan, I would like you to explain to me what a retirement home is. Your time starts now. You're familiar now with Tutankhamun? Mm. Yes. An underground scarecrow? Yeah. Often, when people are on a megabus for a very long time, Yes. They turn into a version of the underground scarecrow. But sometimes other people will not put those people in an underground place. Right. What they'll do is they'll drive the megabus to another similar type of facility Mm. and keep them there. Because those people, just before they become ghosts, become useless to society. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And so we put them... So if you're on a megabus too long, you become useless to society. 100%. Right. That is, that's facts. Fact. Okay. That, that's facts. Um, uh, Ishan, I hope this isn't too broad a question, but could you briefly sum up what society is? <laughs> mm. Society is the collection of all the people you see around you. Both on a megabus and not on a megabus. And not on yeah. a megabus, yes. Okay. Every single... Human. Is the Phantom of the Opera part of society? Yes, but only in ghost form. There is also a ghost society. Okay. So a retirement home is a place that you put pre-ghosts. Pre-ghosts. Okay. okay. Um, what do, do people who are pre-ghosts, is it just you're on a megabus and then bang, ghost? Or is, is there some other part of the process? There are other pro- people who are not on the megabus who are just walking around. Yes. Before they become underground scarecrows. Right. Also get moved to a retirement home. Okay, who moves them there? Yeah. The other people who are less likely to turn into ghosts over a certain period of time because they're younger. Okay, so there's sort of four types of people. Yes. There's people on a megabus. Yes. There's people not on a megabus. megabus. There's people in a pre-ghost state. Yes. And there's people in a ghost state. Yes. And the people both on and off a megabus are very keen to get the people who are just about to turn into ghosts into a retirement home before they become ghosts. Yes. Right. Thank you, like Thank you Ishan. Quick question. Is, is this transference to a retirement home done out of regard for the well-being of the pre-ghosts, or is it for the convenience of those who are not yet uh, close to ghosthood? It's for the convenience of the pre-ghosts mm-hmm. and for the complete disregard of the other non-ghosts. Okay. okay. Just to sum up your explanation there, Rishan, <laughs> you've told me that, uh, you've told us rather, that a retirement home is a sort of, um, well, it's it's a place to put people who are about to turn into ghosts. Yes. Mm. Exactly. Thank you, Rishan. You're welcome. Thanks. With no regard for society. <laughs> and society is? It's what people do. Yes. What people, yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Good. Getting there. Fantastic. Thank you. Um, Alex. Hello. Could you, um, in two minutes, uh, explain to us the place Cornwall? <laughs> Your time starts now. <laughs> it's also a haven for pre-ghosts. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. It's also... Are people shepherding pre-ghosts yeah. to Cornwall? Um, pre-ghosts visit Cornwall. How long do you have to be on a megabus before you go oh, to Cornwall? Oh, a long, long time. Mm. Uh, in fact, oh, you, you're very much closer to being a pre-ghost by the time you arrive in Cornwall on the Megabus. Right. Um, uh, yeah, they go. pre-ghosts go to Cornwall for short 
very relatively short periods of time. Okay. Uh, you've been alive for one day. Yeah. Yes. People go for maybe seven to fourteen of those. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, when it's when it's warm <laughs> weather. Right. Um, Alex, what is <laughs> warm? Yeah, it's warmth. Yeah. Yeah. It's if you so you now you know what clothes are. They cover sort of. scarecrows they yeah. cover and scarecrows. people on the megabus. When you are wearing a lot of those, the sensation that you have is warmth. And when you are wearing none of those, the sensation you have is the opposite of that, which is called cold. Something okay. Alex often does. Yes. <laughs> okay. I'm okay. often cold of a night. Okay. So people wearing a lot of clothes go to Cornwall before they turn into a ghost. Yes. What, what's Cornwall like? What's there? Um, Cornwall is full of ghosts that don't like other ghosts of different colours. <laughs> Um, how, people... how many colours of ghosts are there? <laughs> oh, a lot. I can't go into them now. You don't have the time. I think we do. Uh, how many different colours of ghosts are there? Just I'd say what around... colours do you see? I'd say, <laughs> I'd say there's around ten, ten main categories. Ten, ten main colours of ghosts. Could you tell us the ten main colours of ghosts? <laughs> yes, please. I'm interested now. Well, ghosts, of course, are all kind of... Uh, Normal. See-through. <laughs> see-through. We've got see-through. That's one colour. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh... Ishan's one. Ishan. I don't call you Ishan. Ishan's Ishan. a type of ghost. <laughs> okay. I'm going down a, a rabbit hole here. You yeah. don't know what rabbit And your time is up. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> Thank you very much, Alex. Um, Andy, would you like to sum up? I, certainly. Uh, of all of the ten main colours of pre-ghost, only one type goes to Cornwall. Uh, <laughs> yes. It's not been specified whether that is due to the colours of the occupants of Cornwall, but heavily implied that it is. Um, Pre-ghosts go to Cornwall for 7 to 14 days. (laughs) (laughs) To be warm. To be warm, and because there's other ghosts uh, that don't like the other ghosts. I really didn't expect the colour thing to come from you today, to be honest. Anyway, there we are. Thank you, Alex. Thank you. Um, one area of existence that myself and Andy are particularly intrigued by uh, is creativity mm. and the word. world of art. Lovely. Art. Ishan, in three minutes... I don't know anything about art. <laughs> could you please explain to us the plot of Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom? <laughs> Your time starts now. There is a ghost... <laughs> What colour? <laughs> the colour. Uh, we don't know much about colours, but do you, do you know what um, a reddy brown is? <laughs> I can sort of imagine. Okay. I've seen other colours before. Yeah. I've seen sort of reds and browns, okay. so you sort of mm. imagine a mixture between one the of the One of the hedgehogs that Sonic's friends with is uh, sort of reddy Ready brown. Reddy brown, yes, yeah. exactly. Ah, there we go. So, <clears throat> thank you, Andy. Thank you, Andy. So that so basically, this is a p- people version of Sonic the Hedgehog. Indiana the, Jones and the Temple of Temple of Doom. Yes. Okay. So the reddy brown good? Sonic character. Yes. What's his name? Can't remember. Mm. I don't know. Is basically going tails. To, tails. Well done. I'm very impressed. It's one of the three things I know about. Yes. Yeah. So tails. Uh, the human version of Tails is going to a temple. Do you know what a temple is? No. What's a temple? A temple is uh, the place where a certain colour of people 
go and worship trees. And trees, trees are green, na- green things that give life on Earth. Okay, and they are called Hindus. Okay, right. often regarded by most people as the worst. <laughs> Hindus, are, Hindus are the worst is of right. the ghosts. Of okay. the ghosts, would you okay. be able to hazard a sort of ranking? Yes, of any of the other types. Of yeah, sure. <laughs> So one, yeah, Muslims, right? Okay, okay, and and briefly, what are they? They are the ones that are particularly adept at different modes of transportation, like <laughs> planes and vans. Would they go on a mega bus? Yeah, if they're driving, yes. Okay, but otherwise, they don't need to. They don't need to. Okay, <laughs> okay. So okay, then, so that's Muslims. Yeah. Okay. Then Christ- who's num- number two? Christians. Christians. Okay. <clears throat> what are they like? They are usually the color of pre ghosts. Usually <laughs> the color of pre ghosts. Yes. Okay. And there was a time where those pre ghosts traveled the earth mm-hmm. and made on a mega bus. On a mega bus. Sometimes on a mega bus. Yes. Yes. Uh, sometimes on a mega bus on water. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they turned to people who are referred to as black. Okay. Which is the colour of the sky at night. <laughs> when the scarecrow goes away. Yes. yes. <laughs> okay. And turn them into Christians. Okay. Okay. And the plot of Indiana Jones <laughs> oh, and the Temple yeah. of Doom is one of the ready brown people. Yes. Uh, is going to. Thank you, Isha, and your time is up. <laughs> Oh, God. I was like, how have we got into slavery? But actually, that is kind of... Okay. Sorry, I won't, I won't so, bore you with slavery. I <laughs> won't <laughs> <laughs> bore you with slavery. I didn't mean to say bore. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> I just meant because it's a big topic. Thank you, Alex, for not boring us. <laughs> with slavery. <laughs> so, Ishan, to sum up what you just told me, um, <laughs> the, the plot of Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom yeah. uh, has... Uh, something to do uh, with Hindus mm. who are <laughs> who aren't as good as Christians as or Muslims. I was going to say, what are you on about? I've never watched it. <laughs> and um, uh, they go somewhere and worship a tree. <laughs> There's some sort of sonic angle in there as well. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they collect rings or mm. if um... there are rings on trees to be fair. Ah, oh, very nice. Yes, that's very nice. Thank you, Ethan. <laughs> Thank you. For your explanation there. You're welcome. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hello. I'm scared now. There's no need for that. It's a plotitioner's list. <laughs> We'd just like to know, in three minutes, uh, what... Christ the Redeemer. <laughs> Your time starts. Sorry, can I ask a, a small clarifying question? Uh, it depends. Um, is it the statue or the man himself? Uh, we don't know. That's why we're asking you to explain. Okay. Christ the Redeemer. We're looking, this is works of art is what we're asking you to explain. Oh, yeah. okay, yes. Uh, your time I've, starts now. I've already explained Okay, it. so you know what a scarecrow is? Yes. It's uh, very much so. You know when you you know when you squeeze. They go the away with things go black. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so the, so Christ the Redeemer is a very large mm. scarecrow that is solid. <laughs> so when you sca- when you squeeze a scarecrow, it's made of hay, correct? Right. Okay. Yeah. So you know what hay is. Um, if you pat- it's sort of the straw that the scarecrow is. is yes, is yes. Made straw. Of, yeah. Yes. So this is very much uh, a a solid material called stone right uh, okay. stone yeah. comes from the earth uh, and you can build things with it okay uh, so you would build a scarecrow out of straw yeah. you they have in brazil which is a country countries are different segments of anyway um, <laughs> different segments of of what of, of land what? of land of land right in okay. the ocean okay did you get to Brazil on a mega bus, or is that no? You, well, you could, but it would take a very, very long time. Would you say it's predominantly full of Muslims, Hindus, or Christians? I think it's predominantly full of Christians. Okay, okay. I'm scared to confirm anything now, but yes, it's <laughs> it's predominantly full of Christians, which, as you know, are the second best type. Okay, free ghosts. And there's a large scarecrow. There's a large scarecrow who, in fact, is the leader of Christians historically. He's not real, okay, but. He's not there real. There was a story sort of like if Harry Potter became so he's this sentient. <laughs> the statue is. You just mentioned Harry Potter there. Uh, sorry. Who's that? He's um he is a Is he a Muslim or He's He isn't any of the the categories of ghost. He's he he's not he doesn't have a color. He doesn't have a color. He's colorless. Uh, <laughs> even though even though his author is very very sort of into segregation now. Uh, <laughs> does that have something to do with slavery? Because if it does... No. It <laughs> she won't bore you with the details. <laughs> so, Christ the Redeemer is based on big a scarecrow. person called Christ, and he's a okay. big stone scarecrow that's the leader of the Christian ghosts, pre-ghosts. Okay. Why did the Christian pre-ghosts put him in charge? <laughs> Well, it's weird you say that because he is actually a different type of pre-ghost called Jewish. And where which... do they come in the ring? <laughs> where I'm do afraid they... I'd have to refer to Ishan. Um, Ishan, where, where do they come in the rankings? Uh, definitely fifth. Definitely fifth. Yes. Okay. okay. Jews are fifth. Um... I mean, that, that begs the question, who's fourth? Mormons. Right. Okay. <laughs> and uh, just briefly, what are they like? <laughs> they are... They, they, when you, at first glance, they look like pre-ghost Christians, mm-hmm. but they're they they're all clean shaven. 
They're clean shaven Christians. Yeah, no, no hirsute, no hair. Okay, Alex, your time is up. Thank you very much. Thank you. I think that's cleared <coughs> that up. Um, Andy, would you like to sum up the explanation of uh, what Christ the Redeemer is? Absolutely. Um, so a, a good while ago, at some point, <laughs> the uh, the Christians opted to make a gigantic stone scarecrow their leader. Yes. <laughs> and he hangs out in Brazil. Yes, that's correct. And he's Jewish. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Alex. Thank you. Appreciate that information. No worries. Please don't more. I'm broken. It's quite a lot more to get through. Um, myself and Andy, as you know, have only existed for a day. Mm. Yes. Um, but we are aware that plenty of things existed before us. Yes. Right. And we'd like to know a bit more about them. Uh-huh. Ishan. Yes. In three minutes. Yes. Could you please explain to me what the moon landings were? <laughs> Your time starts now. Just like megabuses, mm-hmm. there are big megabuses yep. that go into the sky. Right. Are Muslims particularly yes. adept at uh, driving these as well? Famously, no. <laughs> but <laughs> The second best the, sector always. Up. Yeah, but there are some megabuses that go beyond the sky Ooh. to a place called space. Right. Space. Space. Is that a country like Brazil? I think there's actually a Sonic game based in space. Space. There is Ah, a Sonic game based in space. So imagine that Sonic game. Yes. But within space, there are two, only two, big round balls of light. Okay. One is the sun. Yes. Yes. And the other is a mirror. I was going to say you're about to get something wrong, but that's correct. Um, what's a mirror? A mirror is a reflection. So something that you look at yes, and it looks exactly the same as you. Or whatever's in front of it. So you look at something and it looks the same as, as you. you. Yes. Right. And that's a mirror. Yes. Okay. And there's one of those in space next to the sun. Not f- uh, opposite, uh, opposite from the sun. Opposite in how, space. How come if, when you look <laughs> at the it, sun. can you see yourself? You can't. Right. But the sun can. The sun can see itself. Yes. Does it like that? Well, what the sun does, it, whatever reflection it gets back, yes, that reflection goes to the Earth as moonlight. Okay, so there's a mirror in space. Yes. The sun can see itself in it. Yes. And also that image goes to Earth. The light from that goes to Earth. What is light? Yeah. Light is... So if you, you can you see your eyes? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, no, I, I can't see my eyes. You know, in Sonic, when they're doing the space level, there's bits that are bright and bits that are dark. Yes, yes. The dark bit mm-hmm. is the light bit is the bit that you can see. Is it Christian? Sometimes. Okay. The moon landing. Yes. Is when a pre-ghost Christian got on a megabus <laughs> to space yep. <laughs> to go to the mirror, that yes. is the moon, Yes, landed on it, just as you landed on Earth yesterday. Nice. No, that's not You were born happened. yesterday. We were born yesterday. Okay. We didn't land. Sorry. No. But they landed, because they were already born, landed on the reflective mirror. Yep. And it was the first time any pre-ghosts were able to go beyond the sky into space and onto... And in five seconds, why? Yeah. 
because JFK said so. Thank you. Nice. Thank you. Thank you, Ishan. I think that was, um, Andy, I think that was very good. JFK being Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> With the the Redeemer. <laughs> uh, you've explained to us there that the moon landings uh, were when some um, Christians got on a megabus yeah. to a mirror in space. Yeah. Thank you, Ishan. Very good, actually. <laughs> Thank you. That's very useful information. You're Appreciate it. Yeah. You were like, you were going to go wrong. <laughs> Alex, yeah, hello. in three minutes, please, could you explain to us uh, Jarvis Cocker mooning <laughs> the Brits? Your three minutes starts now. Okay, so you're now aware of what the moon is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. Big mirror. Big mirror. Yeah. Um, when you, and you now know what clothes are. Yes. yes. When you remove the clothes from the part beneath your lower back on your bodies, which you both have. Right. It's called mooning. Okay. I imagine Why? because it looks like two moons in your pants. When you reveal the bit below your back, it looks like two mirrors. Yes. Yes, two big... Can you see yourself Well, not in always it? white mirrors. Uh, two orbs. Orbs. Yes. Okay. Orb mirrors. And Jarvis Cocker is sort of a... Who's he? A, he is a very... A, he's a pre-ghost, so he mm. is alive, and he is a sort of very cool scarecrow. Uh, who, so he doesn't have many clothes on. He he didn't at this event right. where he chose what to makes something, moon. What makes some, someone cool? Great question. What makes Thank someone you, cool is singing about being poor. <laughs> Just a quick, quickly, what's what's being poor? Being poor. So you were you were born yesterday. Yeah. Yep. Have you tried to exchange anything for goods or services yet? No. Um, we don't really know what goods and no. services are. I see, okay. We're we're we're, we're receiving information now. Yeah. I, right, yes, uh, but famously, we're not getting paid for that, so we are also. Poor. Yes, Ishan did bring that up. <laughs> what is getting paid? Getting paid is we don't know either. We're comedians. <laughs> uh, so. Okay, so it's... so being cool is singing. Yes. About not being paid. Singing about not being paid. Uh, yeah. Ironically, for money, um, <laughs> Jarvis Cocker now has a lot of. So it's lying. Money. It's it, he wasn't lying at the time, but now when he sings the song, he's lying. He's lying. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, how, what song does he sing? He sings a song called "Common People." Okay. Which is about pre-ghosts. Are they on the megabus? They're on. They're definitely on the megabus. <laughs> they're definitely on the megabus. Common people are on the megabus. Yes, they right. probably enjoy playing Sonic the Hedgehog before they become a ghost or are shepherded into a retirement home. Yes, or Cornwall. Yeah, or Cornwall. <laughs> <laughs> people from Cornwall don't like the song "Common People," I would imagine. And because he's called, what songs do they like? Um, <laughs> I don't actually know. I would imagine anything by. Uh, I was about to say Jim Davidson, but he doesn't sing. Who's he? <laughs> he's... <laughs> And what colour is he? He's red. <laughs> He's red. Okay. Ishan, where does that come in the ranking? What, red people? Yeah. 11th. 11th, okay. Yeah, they're not very popular. Okay. And um, uh, and Jarvis Cocker exposed his mirrors because? Um, because another man who used to be one colour pre-ghost but ended up as a different colour pre-ghost <laughs> and liked to be friends with young ghosts was singing a song about the earth. And Jarvis Cocker thought it would be best to take the attention away from him. Thank you, Thank you. Alex. The time is up. We appreciate that explanation. Thank you.
Um, Andy, would you like to sum up what, Andy, what Alex just said? Yeah, certainly. So um, Jarvis Cocker mooning at the Brits was uh, something which occurred when a man who lies about uh, being poor uh, decided to expose his orbs to another man who uh, changed colour and had young friends. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. Thank you. We appreciate Thank you very that much. explanation. Um, there are so many things for us to learn about. So many. So many. And there things. are so many other people you could ask these questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we're asking you. Okay, great. And we're very grateful for any. Of the I'm very grateful too. I'm Thank not you. having a good time. <laughs> Even though you are. By your own admission, the master race of pre-ghosts. Yes, yes, we are. Um, well, maybe you'll feel better explaining this particular thing yes. to us. Um, in three minutes, yes. Ishan, yes. could you please explain, explain to myself and Andy what a Super Bowl halftime show is? Okay. Your time starts now. Now, some of these pre-ghosts, mm-hmm. often of a darker complexion, mm-hmm. gather together mm-hmm. in a place called... America. Okay. America is where there used to be lots of dark pre-ghosts. <laughs> but then some not-so-dark Christian pre-ghosts turned up mm-hmm. and killed them. Killing is when you are no longer alive. <laughs> like I wish I was now. And you turn into a ghost. Yes, we turn into a ghost. Uh, okay. And someone else turns you into a ghost. Did the um, light-coloured Christians put the darker coloured people in a retirement home mm. before they turn them into ghosts. They put them into a retirement home and then turn them into ghosts. Okay. <laughs> and that's America. Yes. Okay. So do you, do you have to go to a retirement home before you can be killed or can you skip, <laughs> skip that? Step? You can skip past it. Some people are killed en route to the retirement home. Okay. Yeah. Um, but over the years, they developed a game, a game like Sonic the Hedgehog, mm-hmm. which you play for enjoyment. Yes. They delivered a game where they throw a ball around mm-hmm. to each other. Okay. We've seen we've seen balls in Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, yeah so there's some yeah. balls, but the ball Sonic you would have seen... Sonic turns into in, a ball. Yeah. Yes, uh, and you would be familiar with a round ball. Mm-hmm. But in this instance, this ball is egg-shaped, oval. What's you know, an egg? An egg <sighs> is when an egg... <laughs> <laughs> What's an egg? Sonic drop eggs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really clutching at straws here, which you know. Uh, which you know about. Which you know about. You said Sonic the Hedgehog, as far as I'm aware, Andy does not lay eggs. No. Certainly not that we've observed. No. <laughs> something similar looking to Sonic. Yes. Or chickens. Yes. And hens. They look similar to Sonic. Yes. Yes. They lay eggs. Okay. Right. And eggs can be eaten. Okay. But eggs also give birth. <laughs> Eggs give birth. Eggs don't give birth. Describe <laughs> giving birth for us. So the way you were born yesterday... Myself and Andy are clones. We don't know exactly how that happened. Okay. So... Did an egg give there's birth? There's an oval ball, and these often dark pre-ghosts throw the ball at each other. Right. And it's like an egg. Yes. Does it give birth to anything? <laughs> no. Okay. But... Because do you know what a is half is? It's been thrown around. It's so. been thrown around so yes. much. Yes. And because they play for is it eighty minutes? Yeah, sure. Do you know anything about time? 
Uh, we're aware of the concept of a day. Yeah. That's the concept of a day. So, uh, do you know what a quarter of a day might be? We can... Uh, hazard. We can hazard a guess. Yeah. Yes, fine. So, they play for around a quarter of a day. That's a long time. Uh, and halfway through a quarter of a day, which is what, an eighth? Yes. <laughs> an eighth of a day, Yes, they have a performance, like Sonic... No? Am I done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was just letting you run. Yeah, we were we were just fascinated. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> well, we, 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 we're very grateful for yeah. the information that you provide. It's all helpful. It's all very, very yeah, useful information. Um, in in your three minutes, you've explained to us that the Super Bowl halftime show uh, is a sort of show mm. in the middle of uh, a game which takes uh, half of a quarter of a day which is an eighth of the day yeah. it's so it's it's halfway through half of a quarter that's so the halfway through an eighth of yeah. a day uh, a show like sonic the hedgehog happens yeah. uh, to yes. I- interrupt uh darker colored people <laughs> who throw an egg around uh, throw an egg around yes <laughs> yes that's actually quite good quite good yeah i was quite pleased yeah. with that good we're, we're, we're pleased that you're pleased thank yeah. you thank you Isha. <laughs> Um, Alex, in Hello. three minutes... Uh, what is a half of a quarter? Could you explain to me what a Rustler's burger is? <laughs> <laughs> Your three minutes start now. Okay, so a Rustler's burger is um, something that people on the Megabus and that Jarvis Cocker sings about would eat. Common people. Common people. Right. I'm including myself in that. Um, okay. It's uh, It's something to save... So you've got a bit of a concept of time. Yes. It's something that... Ishan went into detail about that. Yes. Uh, it's something that saves people a bit of time because it is pr- it is already made for them. There is no preparation time in them creating their fuel to fuel their bodies. Right. It just is. It just is already. Okay. Um, so we're, we're sort of familiar with the concept of, um, through uh, previous explanations of yourself, of things that are dead no longer exist and things that are alive exist. Yes. So for a Russell's burger, just exists. And that's yes. what's so good about it. Is it alive? It's sometimes could be seen as being alive uh, because what times? So things are crawling on it. But, <laughs> but I think, uh, no, it's, it's, it's made of part of an animal that is now dead that has been turned into food or fuel for our bodies. Which part of what animal? I I would imagine are the parts that nobody else wants. Right. Okay. Mashed up. Okay. Okay. And, and then chemicals are put on it to keep it. Chemicals. Yeah, yeah. Okay. sorry. Uh, so there's there's a, lot, there's a lot of different variation here because it could be different bits of different animals. Yes, it Name could be. Name one animal. Horse. 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 Okay, what's yeah. a horse? A horse is a large dog. <laughs> Large dog. What's a dog? Dog yeah. is a small horse. A small horse. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, the sort of mirror image. Okay, of so, so Sonic is a hedgehog. Mm-hmm. Yes, lays um, eggs potentially. Le- potentially lays eggs and uh, lays rings. A horse. Uh, sorry, a horse is a is a very large hedgehog. Yes, right. that isn't spiky. Those spikes have been smoothed down. Who's who's smoothed them? Down, Christ the Redeemer. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, is this why Christians chose him as their leader? Yes. Is it, yeah. He turned a hedgehog into a horse. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is it blue? Because Sonic's blue. No, it's a it's a reddy brown. It's usually. a reddy brown. It can be a few like colours. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Just, uh, Ishan, where did blue come in the rankings? 
Blue seventh. Seventh. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. So the low Jews, but above. What did you say was eleventh? Reds. <laughs> Reds. <laughs> does the does the horse that's become the burger have a sort of accompanying ghost or not? Horse that's become the burger. Uh, no. Right. Animals don't have ghosts. Only people. Why? <laughs> Because otherwise, meat eaters wouldn't be able to live with themselves. How do you live with yourself? Um, it's what's called a conscience. Thank you. Your time is up. <laughs> Fantastic. Mm. Thank you very much. This uh, is really hard. <laughs> so hard. Well, we're, very, we're very appreciative of all the information that you give Any us. Time. Um, Andy, would you like to sum up what Alex has just said there? Yeah, of course. So uh, a good while ago, Christ um, created... From a, a hedgehog, a horse, uh, which he did by making it larger and smoothing down its spikes. Yes. Um, a while after that, uh, some other people used the horse to make fuel. Yes. A, yes. A, a burger, and that stopped the horse being alive. Yes. And there was no ghost afterwards. No. Thank you, Alex. Thank you for that information. <laughs> We're keen to learn more about human behaviour, mm. the <clears throat> things that people do. Okay. Ishan, uh, yes. in two minutes, oh. two minutes, um, could you please explain what a cockney knees up is? <laughs> Your time starts now. There are some pre-ghosts, mm -hmm. often of the Christian variety. Mm-hmm. And usually more lighter skinned than others mm -hmm. that are from a part of the earth, yes, called East London. Okay, mm -hmm. and in East London, mm -hmm. the name given to those people, yes, is Cockney. What are the Cockneys like? The Cockneys are um, a fun bunch, <laughs> <laughs> and they are famous. For three things. Okay. Right. Trade. Trade. Yeah. <laughs> trade. Yeah. Cockneys are famous for trade. Yes. Okay. Complete the list of three and then I might ask you a bit okay. more about trade. They're famous for trade. Yes. The way they speak. The way they speak. Yes. Mm -hmm. And knees ups. And knees ups. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, uh, why are Cockneys famous for their trade? Because they're all wheeler-dealer businessmen. Okay, what is a wheeler-dealer? A wheeler-dealer is someone <clears throat> who is able to give you things you need. Yes. And sometimes don't need. Yes. For money. Okay. And sometimes you might not even know you need the thing. So that's is that is is that like getting paid? How does Jarvis yeah, Cocker yeah. feel they, about they this? Get paid, yes. They get paid for the things they give you even if you don't need them. Okay. Right. <laughs> okay. 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 What's and then they the, use that money. What's the way they speak? So, the way they speak yeah. is there are certain letters and sounds. So, yeah. currently, there are letters. I've collated letters in my mouth to make these sounds and words. Well done. Mm -hmm. Certain words and certain yeah. letters they do not say. Okay. And sometimes the combination of words, they sound the same, they rhyme. Thank you. What um, just very quickly? What words don't they say, and why? They don't say. Uh, no, they say all the words, but they say them differently. They, it's the letters they miss out. Right. Okay. So they'll say 
All right, mate. Instead of all right, mate. Okay. Okay. So What's going on? Okay. Instead of what is going on. Right. Thank you, Ishan. Okay. Um, uh, in two minutes, you've explained to me there that uh, a cockney knees up is something that cockneys do. And cockneys are people who are very good at trade who can't speak properly. Mm. <laughs> yeah. After they've done some trade, they have a knees up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Ishan. You're welcome. Whatever that I'm is. actually quite proud of. Good. Like that. Okay. Very good. Alex, in uh, two minutes, could you tell us what you would be doing if you were filing a restraining order? <laughs> Your time starts now. Okay, so sometimes people on the Megabus are going to see other people. What colour? <laughs> pre or... Usu- usually white pre-ghosts. Usually white pre-ghosts. Okay. Um, and they are... Going to see someone they they like very much. They like very much. Yes. Okay. But sometimes the other pre-ghost yes. doesn't like them as much as they like the person. Okay. So the levels of likability between the two yes. are unmatched. Right. Okay. And sometimes the pre-ghost doesn't understand why the other person doesn't like them as much. And the other person might say, please go away. But one of the ghosts doesn't understand that. Mm. and Why? Um, often because of something we call toxic masculinity. Alex, what is tos- toxic masculinity? Um, toxic masculinity is where um, men, such as I, I don't want to presume, but I think that yourselves have been born yesterday as, um, can't say things like, I'm feeling sad. Okay, um, let me try this. I'm feeling sad. I'm feeling sad. There you go. You're probably never going to have a restraining order against you because that is when I have to um, ask the people that arrested Jarvis Cocker mooning at the Brits um, to stop this other pre-ghost coming near near to me. Who are these these people? The police. Is that what they are? Is that what they're called? Ah, yes, the police. The people who do the arrest. The police are a large group of sex offenders who sometimes (laughs) solve crimes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) In seven seconds, what is a sex offender? (laughs) Um, It's an as-yet undetected policeman. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Alex. Your time is up. Thank you. (laughs) Andy, would you like to sum up... Who'd like to sum up what he just told us there? Sometimes when uh, somebody who you don't like very much has come to see you on the Megabus, (laughs) you have to contact a group of sex offenders (laughs) uh, who will uh, take that person away if they have any spare time uh, between arresting Jarvis Cocker at the Brits and... (laughs) <laughs> committing their crimes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. That's right. Um, one final area. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Are you stressed? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. yeah. I'm really stressed. I found this a stressful experience. Very, I found this very stressful. Okay, well, we appreciate all the information you. you've given us. Yeah. Uh, one last... We didn't run from Vauxhall Station. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what that is. No. One last area... Of human experience, myself and Andy would like to know more about yeah. is the world of humour and the world of comedy. Okay. Oh, I can do that. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> um, 
Ishan, the, uh, the following joke is by someone called Bob Munkes. Okay. Uh, and I need you to explain to me why it's funny. Yes. Everyone laughed when I said I wanted to be a comedian. They're not laughing now. You've got two minutes to explain why that's funny. Your time starts now. Bob Monkhouse mm -hmm. is a white Christian pre-ghost. He's a pre-ghost. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, he's a ghost now, isn't he? Ghost now, yeah. He's a ghost now, but it was a pre-ghost at the when time he said, he said this. Okay. At the time I was saying this, it was a pre-ghost. <clears throat> and Bob Monkhouse is a com was a comedian. Mm -hmm. Are you familiar with a comedian? No. No. Someone who tells jokes. Like, like this like joke? Like this gentleman. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so he said the joke, and the reason it's funny is because he said that when he was a small pre-ghost, he told people... How the small? ones Michael Jackson was friends with. The one, yes, right. the one that Michael Jackson was friends with. When he was like Sonic size... Sonic's size. Yeah. Hedgehog size. Hedgehog size. Okay. He would tell people, I'm going to tell jokes. I'm going to be a comedian. Right. And everyone laughed at him. <laughs> they thought that he could not do it. Why? Because he was a Christian white pre-ghost, and most of them are not. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? There's so many reasons. <laughs> which which um, are the funniest races? The funniest races? Yeah. So we've already got a ranking of best races. Yeah. As and you, religious. As you've given yeah. us, Ishan. Yes. Um, could you, is it the same as funny or is it No, funny. Order? Number one, black. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, Asian. Would you like to tell us why in this order of rankings? Black people. Yes. Suffering equals pain equals comedy. So there's a, there's a relationship between, between suffering and funny. Pain. Yeah. Okay. Two Asian mm -hmm. suffered suffered a bit less. A bit less. A bit less than black people mm -hmm. have more money. <laughs> number th <laughs> number three. <laughs> Where do blue people come in this? Blue people six. Six. Yeah. Okay. And the Jews. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Your time is up. Thank you, Ethan. <laughs> I think possibly in more more ways than one. <laughs> Your time is up, Ishan. Uh, in two minutes, you've explained to me the reason the following joke is funny. Everyone laughed when I said I wanted to be a comedian. They're not laughing now. Uh, the reason uh, that that is funny is because Bob Mankos said it uh, when he was the size of a hedgehog and he was friends with Michael Jackson. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, Ishan. You're welcome. Finally, uh, in two minutes, could you explain to us why the following joke by Bob Monkhouse is funny? I want to die peacefully in my sleep like my father, not terrified screaming like his passengers. You've got two minutes. Your time starts now. Okay, so you're always you're already slightly familiar with who Bob Monkhouse was. Yep. yep. Um, this joke is funny because... Uh, when we say somebody became a ghost, moved from pre-ghost to ghost, so died. Yeah. Mm. When we say in his sleep peacefully, we would imagine him to be in a comfortable surrounding known as a bed. Right. A very, okay. There's no danger there. He's in a safe environment. Mm -hmm. But then he says, not screaming 
uh, and terrified like his passengers, which suggests to us that his dad was driving a car or a mode of transport. So his father was Muslim. His His father may well have been Muslim, yes. Mm -hmm. We don't know. Um, And the, the insinuation here is that he fell asleep whilst on the job of transporting these people. Okay, what is sleep? Sleep is where you uh, have a little break from having your eyes open. Okay. And so what he did, and obviously if you can't see, you can't drive right. and see where you're going. So he probably crashed and hit something and they all died. Right. Presumably because Muslims are good at driving, this means that Bob Monkhouse's dad wasn't Muslim. Do you stop was... being a Muslim when you close your eyes? Um, you you are a Muslim if, if you're a Muslim if you, with your eyes open or closed, I think. Okay. I think it's right. eye dependent. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yes, so I would imagine... Why were his passengers screaming? They were screaming because they could see the danger because their eyes were open and they were conscious, they were awake. And what happens if you crash? Uh, you, you die. You become a ghost. You become a ghost, yes. So the pre-ghosts were screaming... Because they didn't want to become ghosts. They didn't want to yeah. become ghosts. Because they had correct. longer in their pre-ghost state. Yes, and they they had a long way, a long time to go till their retirement home. Okay, and um, why wouldn't you want to die screaming? Um, good question. To be honest, I think some people do. Uh, but I think you want to you want to be in a very non-stressful environment when you become a ghost. You want to be screaming in a non-stressful environment. Yeah, no. Okay, thank no. you, Alex. Your time I w- is up. I would happily die now. <laughs> Andy, would you like to sum up what Alex has just uh, told us there about um, why that joke is funny? Yeah. Okay. So the uh, the joke: I want to die peacefully in my sleep, like my father, not terrified and screaming like his passengers, is funny. It is because um, Bob Monkhouse's non-Muslim father uh, <laughs> was bad at driving a vehicle, um, and this caused the ghostification of a number of people yes uh and they they didn't like it no <laughs> very scared thank you alex for thank that you explanation very much. um andy at the uh, at the end of all of that um who do you feel has provided the most uh satisfactory explanations well it's a difficult one i think i think all of the explanations have been have been broadly very good mm, um i would say that um the possible utility of Ishan's um, system of classification of races and religions mm-hmm. is probably going to be more applicable in the life I presume I will have after this point. <laughs> so I'm going to have to give it to Ishan. Um, I, uh, even though I think that Alex's sort of information about um, the difference between life and death yes. uh, was extremely useful. And a good warning about police officers for you guys. Yeah, very good. That's very useful information. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, but as, not as useful as um, uh, which the best colours to be are. Right. Um, so um, I think uh, I have to agree with you, Andy, and say that Ishan has provided the most satisfactorily Thank explanations. Wow. Does that make you feel less stressed, Ishan? Yes, a lot, a lot less stressed. Thank you. Okay, um, Alexandra Haddo, thank you very much indeed for explaining a few things to us thank today. You. Thank you. Thank you so much. And Ishan Akbar, thank you very much for explaining a few things to us today. My absolute pleasure. Thank you. Oh, oh my oh, he's God! Become a ghost. That's not good. Oh, that's oh, even worse. I two well, ghosts. That's two less white pre-ghosts. Yes, that's no bad thing. And very, very instantly, but also very peacefully. Yeah, that was good. They weren't screaming like no, Bob Mankiewicz's dad's. No. 
as he converted to yeah. Islam. <laughs> You have been listening to Born Yesterday featuring Andy Barr and me, Alexander Bennett. I created the show and Steve Pretty composed the music. If you've enjoyed the show, please tell people about it. Follow us on social media and leave us a five-star review on iTunes, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.